Hello and welcome to the Mystic Cast, where you join me, Jack Stafford, a student of metaphysics, as I talk to a variety of guests to better understand the teachings given by the Masters through the Aetherius Society, the new cosmic religion for the Aquarian Age, incorporating all yoga's Christian mysticism, theosophy, UFOs, and much, much more. Please note this is an independent program, not produced or fact-checked by the Aetherius Society. Today, my guest is the analyst and teacher, Martin Grassinger. Hello, Martin. Hello. Great. How are you doing? Fine, thank you. Beautiful Hi. day. Whereabouts are you today? Pardon? Where in the world are you? Where I am? Yeah. It's uh, um, in the northern part of Germany, mm -hmm. near Hamburg. Okay. So I'm just... In a, in a house of friends, therefore I don't have, I'm not in my studio okay. um, and taking care for, for the house and for the dog because they are on vacation. So and <laughs> I like to be here because there's enough space. They also have a grand piano, so I can always just do what I want whenever I want, even through the night. Nice. Wow. Yeah, yeah I like it. Well, thanks so much for agreeing to chat. I'm really, uh, I'm really pleased to be able to chat to you. Yeah, thank you for the invitation. It's great. Now I'm in Italy. I'm, I've, I'm English, but I live in Italy. Yeah, so I'm, I've got better weather than you, but, uh, but no grand piano. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and which part of Italy? Uh, the Cilento. It's about an hour and a half south of Napoli. Oh, mm. it's a nice, nice part. Yeah. But the reason I wanted to speak to you is because I've recently got quite into human design and um, you've been doing it for 30 plus years now. Yeah. That's, uh, you were in at the beginning, is that right? Yeah, I, I met Ra before it went out into the world. Wow. So we, we got in contact during vacation. I had friends on Ibiza and I visited them twice a year and stayed there for a while and so, and then we met and, uh, he was interested in my work. I was interested in his. And so we, we had in the very beginning, the very first four years, something like that. So we had a very creative and, and fruitful relationship just to, and he encouraged me to, to go on with, with all of the health business. Right. So. He was interested in the mechanics and it was his job to do so. And so therefore he encouraged me just to say, okay, you are the dynamic, he always said, and, and therefore to see, okay, how the physiology, the body, all of that stuff. So, and uh, yeah, it was 1995. I did my first seminar about health and design and he was sitting amongst the students. He was very interested in, mm -hmm. and yeah, it was a. Wonderful time, wonderful time. Yeah, you must look look back on nostalgia at those those formative years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're talking about this primary health system, which probably we'll get onto later. Um, but you're yeah, you're the one of the leading authorities, the leading authority on that. So I'm pretty fascinated to learn about that. Um, but maybe maybe we could back up a little bit, of like because I've it, it takes a bit of understanding what human design is. I mean, I kind of explain it as like. It's astrology plus um, the Indian chakra system plus um, the Kabbalah, isn't it, with the channels? Plus um, what was the fourth thing? 
genetics. Genetics, right, and astrology as well. Astrology yeah. and uh, quantum physics. So it's everything in there. And that's a special thing. So the sum is always greater than it's than the sum of its parts. And so just to bring all of these things together, what we call the exoteric science and the, the esoteric science, so-called, to bring it together, and then you are able to make the most precise informations about individuality. And that's, that's fascinating. It's, yeah. So, yeah. So all you do is you type in your birth date, birth time, and birthplace into, yeah. um, there are quite a few of these, these pages online, and you get a chart. Mm -hmm. um, with all these numbers down the side and your chakras and the connections between them and all these these numbers and somebody like you can read it and instantly know what toolkit they ha we have for this life yeah what's what's the purpose what's your character what's what's your what you how your character is defined by specific things which are imprinted, like you have it in flesh and blood, because it's in the genetics and it's always given to you before you were born. Mm -hmm. Because when we, when we were born, there's nothing more to be added. It's just to be developed, just to be evolved. So everything is there. So <laughs> you don't get a third arm. So it's, it's no. just everything is there. And as the voice said, we are consciousness in the human form. And consciousness is dependent on the capacity of the form. And we have also the matrix of the other life forms of birds and of reptiles and of, of mammals and of insects and all of that stuff. So, and they are limited to express universal consciousness due to the capacity of their form. And yeah. so they have a different way of, of, ex, of expression. And the other thing is, the voice said, uh, we are the only life form equipped with the po the potential for self-reflected consciousness. And uh, this is why we have three awareness fields. So we have the, the mental field and the emotional field, because the mental field and the emotional field in the background, they always work together, no matter how the chart looks like. This is what's called self-reflected consciousness. Because if you have a thought about your past, you will have the feeling according to the past. Yeah. So mm. it's always working together and therefore you can reflect on, and we have the chance to learn from the past. It's not to be a victim of the past. It's just to remember, to pull out the lessons, to have a better understanding, to make sense out of it, to get it, and then to see, okay, how to, how to grow okay. because we are here to to grow. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So how does that work with, um, so reincarnation, we're in this reincarnatory cycle. And so we're born at this time and that it's just, it takes some getting your head around to the idea that you, that the way you're born at that specific time defines everything about you. It's it did when you mm. first heard about it all those years ago, did you, did you, cause I guess the basis of astrology, but, um, I just wrote an article for a newspaper about, uh, for a magazine about human design system. And I said, everybody is a fractal of universal consciousness expressed 
by a specific quality of time. So you and me, we are nothing but an expression of a specific quality of a specific time when we were born. This is the expression. And then based on this, we are designed, we are designed as human beings. Uh, basically, that's the form, the generalization. But uh, we have a design inside, which is um, absolutely unique and uncomparable. Like every moment in time is different. And so we are, in a sense, nothing but an expression of time. And this is why I can say, okay, in the decade I was born, in the decade you were born. So, yeah, we have all of this. You're busy with music. So, you know, it's easy to see this. So what was the, the cultural expression of this decade in terms of music? And, and therefore to see how the development goes, even with the technical um, potential we have. And uh, when I, when I, when I was young, it was music handmade. There was no, no other possibility. Mm. Um, and so, and, um, today so many, so many young people as well. So they just see, okay, okay. They come back. So it's also possible to make it just handmade music, but, but they have technical equipments and possibilities. I can't handle them. So, and, and this is a little bit like a fashion, a cultural fashion also. It's about the decade and then it's over. Something new, something different, the next step and so on. And, but a little bit in a Saturnian cycle, about 30 years, we have a kind of a repetition of something. Right. So it just, it just comes back. And this is to me how it, how it moves forward in a sense in a sense of a spiral, this is what, what Saturn is doing. Mm -hmm. So you come to the same point, but it's not the different, the, the same point. Right. Yeah. It's like, if you go to the stairs, you go upstairs, you are a different level, but when you look down, it's the same. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. you go to the next round, the next round. And this is the development of civilization as well. Um, to me, we can see it in, in basically in music. So, because it was every time music was the, the expression of what you can't express with words. It's, it's an, it's an cosmic language in a sense. Yeah, yeah. So mm. just to have access to it and, uh, yeah. That's and interesting. it's independent from the language of a country. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting you say because this podcast is primarily for members of the Ethereum Society, which is a, a also a channel teachings. Um, and the, one of the teachings that was channeled was the the seven dimensions of creation, and the mm. the, the fourth dimension is time. Uh, yeah. The first the first time length breadth and length breadth and height three D, and the fourth mm -hmm. dimension is yeah. time. So but when you add on this teaching on the top. It kind of gives it a, like a whole new level of of meaning. Now I understand that we're we're living in the, as a time as a measurement of our of so many things. Yeah, it's really interesting you said that. Yeah, and at the same at the same time to see, okay, there is nothing but the moment. 
Yeah. It's, yeah. it's always the moment. So I love this movie, Interstellar. So where, where you have this, it's, you know, to see there's, there's some more. Mm-hmm. And to me, the bridge to the design system is what's, what's behind, because in the design system, we have what we call the magnetic monopole. So that there is something that it's only had, has only the capacity to attract, which keeps the illusion of our separateness and also is guiding us in our direction um, on our path, on, on our individual path of, of life. And this only attraction there, it's in the, in the, in the G center and in interstellar, he said, there's in the end, we, we going across the polarity and we come to the one and only force, which is love, mm. nothing but. So, and this is what I like. So that everywhere we, we've, we can find it in a different way of, of description. Mm. Also quantum physics. Yeah. Saying the same so, things, the different languages. Yeah. It's consciousness, everything about consciousness. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's simplicity. And we talking about it in various modes, we add complexity, but in, in its essence, it's God yeah. is, and that is the pure, is the ultimate simple. And we are the complexity and the, the veils and the, the distortions of yeah. on, on our way back. Cause if God didn't involve itself, we couldn't evolve back to it. So no. I, yeah. And truth is simple. If it's not simple, it's not true. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned self-reflected consciousness. Could you talk a little bit more about that? Because that seems to be so interesting to me. Many people, they, they project. This is because of this. This is because of this and that. And once again, like my father, like my teacher, like my mother, all of that stuff. So responding. Yeah. yeah. And this is projecting outward and self-reflected consciousness is um, I just preparing a seminar about it, um, which is when we look at the anatomy of the human awareness, when we look at the Ajna center in the, in the, in the, um, in the body graph and uh, my perspective is from the wheel. I come from outside because we are a cosmic expression and therefore to see how it's organized in the wheel. And then it's organized different in the body. But basically to see that the way we learn to think when we are, when we are not able as babies and little children, we are not able to understand logical language and, and, and what it means a word. And, and so we are not able to, to speak and to talk and to have a communication verbalize to, to verbalize. So this is the time when our, our brain connects due to the experiences we made, what's right, what's wrong, what's good, what's bad. And very often in terms of, uh, as babies, what we experience, for example, mm, is not what they say, what the parents say. Yeah. Maybe the. The father is saying to the mother, yes, I love you. So it's not about the words, but the baby just got the vibration. Mm-hmm. 
And all of this, what's in the field, this is, gives an imprint how the prerequisite of the brain is, is wired. So as a, as a foundation of the development, and then we have civilization, we have kindergarten, school, all, all of that stuff. So, and it goes first. And uh, because the mind is always connected to the, to the emotions, um, we can reduce it to something very simple. If you have a bad feeling, it's hard to have a good thought. If you have a bad thought, it's hard to have a good feeling. Yeah, you see, this is something that works just in the background, no matter how the chart looks like. And uh, to see how the, how the anatomy of the emotional field and the emotional awareness of human beings is all about is that we are here to experience ourselves. Krishnamurti once said, the experiencer is the experienced. And that's the ultimate truth. I'm, I'm not able to experience another person. It's, it's not possible. I experience myself experiencing another person. And this is self-reflected consciousness. Because maybe we are, a lot of people and everybody is experiencing this situation with this person totally different. And there we see the mental field as well as the emotional field can never be objective. It's always an interpretation. That's the reason why we are fall asleep. We have a different matrix. We have, we don't have the, the mental field. We don't have the emotional field. So, because when we sleep, it's not about interpretation. While we are asleep, it's only about information. And that's what I love with these words, because it's in the form. We receive, we get information, and then we have to live it out when we just wake up. And in the second, when we wake up, immediately the mind jumps in, the emotion jumps in, and we have a thought, and we have images, and we have feelings. This is the interpretation. But Basically, it's about information. And the, the, the information we are able to receive and to process and to deal with is dependent on the individuality of our form. We can all have the same information, but we are filtering different, we are processing different, and we are reflecting on it different. And self-reflected consciousness, if, if we know how it works, if we know the anatomy, if we, if we know the natural mm, way it, it's functioning, because there's a sequence, there's always a sequence uh, in, in a moment. So, but to understand the sequence, we get an information from, from the outside, we, we um, We process it individually. We experience ourselves processing it. 
And out of this processing, we create an emotion according. I'm sad, I'm happy, I'm whatsoever. So, and to see in the way how it works. And uh, because I'm, uh, I'm, a, I'm a therapist as well, um, just to give you another example, when we, when we look how the immune system is working, it was something was something very important in the last three years, of course. There are three basic parts, which is to recognize, to respond, and to remember. These are the three three parts. But it doesn't mean that they always work in the right way, because mostly they don't. <laughs> yeah, because and here you can see in terms, that's a shortcut in terms of self-reflective consciousness, because our mind works the same way, our emotional system works the same way. Recognize, respond, remember. What the system is doing, because this is about survival, is when we recognize something, immediately the body, the awareness, whatever it is, goes back into the memory database and to look if we have something similar. This is why specific situation re reminds us on something we have already experienced similar like this. And then we respond not to the reality, we respond according to our memory. Right. Yeah. That and in, to be immune means that your immune system has stored something that when it comes in contact again and how to respond, it remembers in the right way and everything is fine. And for many people in the, I'm just out in the world, I experience so is that the immune system always remembers in the same wrong way. And then you have a chronic disease. Because always the same, always the same, always the same. So this is something that has to be it has to be reorganized. So what's missing when we say it's it's mm. to recognize, to respond, to remember is to regulate. This is something that has to be regulated. For many people, it's it's regulated in the wrong way. And we can say in terms of self-reflective consciousness, okay. Maybe you're in a partnership and you experience an emotion which is not fine. And uh, you can ask yourself, okay, do I know this emotion longer than the person who pushed the button right now? If I know it for longer, it has nothing to do with the person because it's my button, it's my program. Yeah. And therefore, I don't project. I reflect. And of course, for a lot of people, this, the capacity for self-reflected consciousness is a threat because they have to look in the mirror. They have to look at themselves and to work on, their, on themselves. Otherwise we don't grow. It's just getting stuck and being stuck in this, yeah. in this loop. Yeah. Well, good, good job on recording this. I'm going to have to listen back because you're going in deep here. I'm really, 
yeah I my head spinning i mean i could see why you need to do a seminar on this just to just to get the practice i mean is it a practice do you get people to is it techniques is it uh how does it work in practice in in every day mm -hmm. in every day yes i have a lot of techniques i'm also uh, i learned about nlp and, and and a lot of different stuffs from 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 people so just to make it just to make it simple to make mm -hmm. it simple and easy and just to see and also with uh, because the mental plane is also it's it's working in the same way yeah yeah there was a time when two and two equals four you didn't know so you learned it mm -hmm. yeah and now you remember it and when you get in contact with it you remember and you respond according to your memory so it's with the mental part as well, yep. but the risk of the mental part is that we can risk that we can project into the future. And what people, this is the anxiety, the mental anxiety that they, that they project into the future, mostly the negative. They step back into something negative and then they project it into the future as a negative, which means I have nothing, there was nothing to. I have learned out of my past. Otherwise, I could see it different or deal with it different. Yeah. And the risk is how I, very simple, how I work with people, just to say, if you project something into the future, you are weakening yourself and you make yourself helpless. Because you can only be do something about it in the very moment. So if you say, hopefully, Tomorrow in the afternoon at five o'clock, it, it will not turn out to be worse whatsoever. In this moment, you are weakening yourself and you make yourself helpless. Because you can't do anything. Mm. So if you recognize by thinking you are weakening yourself and you make yourself helpless, you just can analyze what you are doing. It's a mental stuff. And it's not fear. It's, it's this kind of, it's this kind of anxiety. This is how I, I work mostly with uh, my clients with psychic problems because they are in these loops and th then to see, okay, um, for example, let's go back and to see if there was also something similar, but it went out to be positive. And with NLP techniques, just to to make it stronger. Um, and, and the other thing is when we look at the body graph um, self-reflected consciousness, in the moment you project something negative in the future, immediately you will have a bad feeling. Hmm. And this is not a punishment. This is just the intelligence of the body telling you, hey, would you please just change your thought? Maybe the opposite. Like Byron Katie, yeah? Is it true? Is it really true? Mm -hmm. so we, we have a lot of tools where we just can help people immediately. And then just to help them that they have the capacity to learn it. And up, what I can see in the body graph is there are three major parts in terms of this. One is guilt and blame. The other part is shame and honesty. 
And the third part is being left alone and not good enough. So these are the, the three, in a sense, different patterns which are at work within a person. And then to see in the, in the body graph where the tendency is of this person. And if, if this person has a deeper understanding of the mechanism, which also means, okay, in my incarnation this time, this part of the human em emotionality is something that belongs to me to work with. And then also to be able to grow out of it, just to identify it and uh, then to be aware of it. Mm. Wow. So the mechanism doesn't change, but the way how I deal with it is something that changes. With shame and, and truth, for example. So I've, it can be, I feel ashamed because of the truth inside of me. And therefore I don't tell. Or I try to avoid the other pe person to feel ashamed when I'm honest. This is what children learn. Yeah, maybe there was something my father was doing. It was hurting me. And because I love my father and therefore I don't tell him what's hurting me because I don't, I want to avoid that he feels ashamed hurting me. It's, it's nothing bad about it. It's all, all of it. But, but to see that this is something we have different patterns. Very often people, um, they have, when people come to me, mostly we work with, I work with a child. Yeah. Because there, there, there's the pain. And then to see when you, when you were dealing in this way in your childhood, it ensured your survival. But if you go on with it, it will threaten your survival. And there's a point where we have to turn it around. And that's the same with shame, with guilt, with not good enough, being not good enough, or thinking not being good enough and trying to prove to the world, even maybe to myself or, or to my parents, even if they are already dead. So just that I'm worthy enough, that I'm good enough. So they're, this, they're different kinds of motivation. And uh, yeah, therefore the, the system is the most precise and fascinating tool I ever met, absolutely. Yeah. I can imagine you got, you got lucky with this. Yeah. And I'm still learning. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still learning. So, because, and then to see that we have 64 exograms and everything is in there. Mm. Oh, <laughs> and to me, it's a, it's a house and yeah. in the house you have different floors and I have insights into these different floors. You have the same square, for example, yeah. but different walls and, and parts and so on. And then maybe you have one perspective, which is the hormonal system. The next perspective to the same ground is well, the digestive system, is the cardiovascular system, mm. is the mucoskeletal system, is the immune system, the nervous system. 
all of that stuff. So everything is there, but in order to identify it and to see how it works, um, it needs a different perspective to the same. And then to see it's the same like in our body because the nervous system or no system works independent from the other systems. Right. So, and therefore it's obvious everything is in there. And that's, yeah, fascinating. Yeah, I see it's all related because I, I asked you about self-reflective consciousness and then you kind of moved into like how we how we absorb information and that kind of like how it affects how we eat as well. The primary health system is, is very related to that as well. So it all seems to. Yeah. yeah. With the primary, the primary health system. I had a lot of fights with Ron. Um, but he as an individual ego manifester, um, you can't win. <laughs> not, in, not in any case. I said, hey, sorry, the primary health system is the immune system. That's, that's it. Because what, what's called PHS, um, before Corona, I was traveling around the globe and on so many places I, I met um, design analysts. They, they just, they lived according to every detail, even to the primary health system, but they were sick. Yeah, they had their diabetes and they had their rheumatic disease and their high blood pressure and their allergies and neurodermitis and all of that stuff. So, and to see this is the immune system. So what the primary health system is, is offering us, and this is the importance of it and the beauty of it, it just enhances the capacity of the inner authority, which is most important for emotional defined people. Because the solar plex center is one of the centers of the digestive system. So oh, yeah. if, if you eat in a sense, in the wrong way, you will have problems, emotional problems with your mood, with yourself and, and all of that stuff. So, and therefore it's, it's very helpful to have this information. And, um, so, but it's only about the mortality and the circumstances. It's not about the content. And I, I went a, f a step further, which is called race biology, the biology design, and to see how is the digestive system in someone organized. So what I do is to individualize the PHS strategy because the, the PHS strategy you have, 100 millions of people around the globe has the same. So that's not very individual, but Everybody has a different digestive system or a different way how the digestive system works. Mm. So, and to be able to, to identify it and even to be able to identify it if someone is a true vegetarian or not, that's something very important. So because many vegetarians are, I call them mental veg vegetarians, yeah? Because due to their mental concept, and they're 100% right, I always say yes to every argument, everything, yeah. absolute, absolute. But if your body is a carnivore, what to do? And uh, over the years, I witnessed if, if people just, they, they can be very fundamentalistic, uh, just be, being vegetarian, 
and or vegan. And after years, it's not, it's not overnight, but over years, so the vitality goes down. It's the vitality. And then, then when the body is no longer able to compensate, the body can compensate over years or decades. But if it comes to the decompensation, so then you get the problems working against the laws of your body. So which center is vegetarian or meat or carnivore? It's not a center. It's about specific gates and configurations. It's individual. It's okay. individual. And it doesn't say anything about, about the frequency. So for some people, it's two every two days. For some people, it's twice a year. Yeah, so the, the body has its own language just to see. And then I, I always recommend, okay, take a look at your blood type. Um, and then you see if it's red or white meat, if it's fish, what kind of fish, whatsoever. So do yourself a favor. Mm -hmm. yeah, because blood type just says um, your body is able, according to your blood type, to digest specific substances out of nature and therefore having a problem with other substances out of nature. So please avoid the other substance and be focused on your substance. Mm -hmm. Make it easy for your body. Yeah. So just, and so this is the combination I, I have, I, when it comes to digestion. So I, I start with the PHS, it's a basic, it's, it's important even with the sensory system and so on. And then I individualize the digestive system. And then I take a local vegetarian or not. What about proteins? What about fat? What about sugar? Yeah, then you can also have someone who is from time to time addicted to sugar. And you can have a, figuration, a configuration where you said, yes, it's obvious and your body needs it. Really? <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> it's... It's not about good and bad. The body decides it's something good for you. And it's about the circumstances. And because the brain needs a lot of, of sugar, which doesn't mean the white sugar and, and this, but just, and specifically mm. the eyes, specifically the eyes. So if you are in a crowd and very concentrated and so on, so the blood sugar level immediately from one second to the other can be then it goes down and you can recognize it by the lids of your eyes because it, you don't have to keep them open, but there is a time when it just goes, it goes a little bit down. Yeah. So that, that's the thing. It's, it's just our brain. Okay. A little bit sweet whatsoever. And immediately I'm back. Yeah. Fine. So if you don't do so, your entire body, your vitality will go down. So, and. And therefore, to see how, how the body is working. And again, for some people, because they have it the other way around, so it's not allowed to take sweets and not allowed to eat sugar. So whatsoever, the same as with meat. I always say, don't make a religion out of this and that. We are all different. And therefore, to, to deal with it. Yeah. And also with the PHS, um, I was always fascinating. And, I was just uh, together with Rav and he developed it. It was in, I think, 90, 99, 1998. So he started with it and we talked about it. And uh, 
the way I see it today, and I explain it to people, is based on their physiology. I explain the nervous system so that it's not just something that's intellectual. I know it intellectual. So my game, my aim is just to see, okay, I want to make sure that they have a physical feeling about it mm. and not being able to, to verbalize it precisely. And all of this, all of this stuff that derives out of, of course, of, of the experience I made. And it was also in the beginning because I couldn't say anything. We couldn't do readings. So in the beginning, but for every client who just came into my, my practice, my office, um, I draw the body graph. I had to, with my astrology computer, just to say, and so it was about when I was very fast, it was about 45 minutes and I did it. So mm -hmm. I was interested in, and first with the red pencil and then with the black on top, and then to look in the books, where is it and in the wheel. So it was the, the one part to learn it. And the other part was, um, I had the privilege and I have it until today. When someone just comes into my practice, I look at the body graph and I listen. Mm. Because in the beginning, I couldn't say anything, but I, I was listening. And uh, the way I, I learned a lot from the body graph was, it just happens that in specific situations, the gate was looking at me. I also had a lot of dreams. So where immediately in the body graph, one gate was blink, 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 blink. <laughs> and then I woke up and I said, yes, this just pay attention to it. And then before I, I stepped out into the world to, to just to offer my various health courses related to specific things. So it was almost about two years. I was working on it in a sense, in private, which means when I did the reading, for example, and uh, afterwards I just asked, okay, may I ask you something because I want to verify something to figure out if it's right or wrong. So in your case, according to your body count, is it in this way? Mm. Mostly they come, how, how did you know? And so this gives me the security to say, okay, now I can start with the seminar. And in the early years, I was traveling. I was traveling to cities of Germany and, and Austria and Switzerland and, and also then Spain and other countries. And I had the, I had the, the privilege to, to work with the students in a sense, and then to see, okay, precisely to, to ask, can you verify it? And this is when now I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my, my courses, my seminars online. Um, but we still do it that every participant, every student has the chart of every participant. Mm. So if someone has a, because I'm talking about a specific gate online um, and somebody has it and has a question. So everybody just can, can take a look because when I answer a question, Mostly, I relate it 
through the entire chart mm. because it's not in a testing tube. It's not isolated. It just, it just belongs there. And, uh, yeah, this is what I, what I love. Mm. Cause you also do homeopathy. And I wanted to ask you about the spleen because some people say an undefined spleen. Is this true or is this? The splenic system in this sense is not the spleen as well as the heart system is not the heart. Yeah. And to me, it, it wasn't enough to say, no, it isn't. So therefore I had to develop a seminar about say, okay, let's take a look at the immune system and then to take a look what the splenic system is all about. And when we go back to the roots, what Ra always saying in the beginning as well, it's the washing machine. So 20% of your cells in your body, they are represented by this center, but it's not a center because you cannot locate it. It's the overall well-being or not. It's mm. just, it's like a school of fish or school of birds, only two sides, silver, black. Mm, yeah. That's the Hispanic center. So silver, black, one moment to the other. And, um, it has to keep the body clean and it has nothing to do with virus, bacteria. This is something different. That's the immune system. But for example, our metabolism is based on amino acids, based on proteins. When they have done their job, they will be divided in their parts again. So recycled and even the amino acids, when they have done their job, so they get toxic. So we have metabolism just means we have to deal with toxic substances always, always. So the 41, for example, when you look at the genetic code, the 41 is methionine. Yeah. It's a start codon and methionine is starting the liver metabolism. Methionine, every sequence, what you have in, in genetics started with the amino acid methionine. And then you have the rest. So this is the start codon. You know, there's a new sequence on, on this, on this area. So what does it mean? It means detox is the most important. And the washing machine is just, and basically it has, it has a relationship to our, to our brain. Yeah. So the, the cauldron, the fifth years is the skull in a sense just to see, okay, to keep the, to keep the brain clean. And this is, for example, when, when people are fasting, so they don't eat for a while, they have these so-called ketone bodies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and that's, that's the, the task of the splenic center because the splenic center is only an awareness center. It cannot do anything. It cannot create something. It cannot move something. It cannot manifest something. It's not possible. It's only just to be aware and to say, Hey, yeah. So there's something wrong. Mm. So, and to give the information, we look at the, at the spinning center, it has, it has a direct connection to all the other centers and even to the solar plex system, because the 50th gate, the lawgiver tells the sixth gate open or close. 
This is the lawgiver. So everything is there. And this is a question of awareness. And another word for the planet center is atmosphere. If you are in the wrong atmosphere, immediately you don't feel well. If the atmosphere changes, it's okay. Yeah. So, and the basic thing, you have an outer atmosphere where you, where you live, um, and you have an inner atmosphere. And the task of the splenic center is adaption. How to adapt with my inner atmosphere to the outer atmosphere. Yeah, maybe your inner atmosphere is not in the best shape and you were outside. And you go back at home and the outer atmosphere has the chance just to reorganize your inner atmosphere and anything is fine. And then someone enters into and disturbing your well-being and immediately, no, he mm. goes out, fine. <laughs> yeah. Or you're, let's be fair, you're in the bad situation and yeah. somebody just enters and you said, oh, that's great. Because this is a disturbance of a bad situation and it's always fine. But it's, it's only the moment. It's only the moment. And it's the oldest. It's what we, what we have in common with all the other life forms. And, uh, it's, it's very precise. So a little bit pregnant isn't possible. So therefore it's either, <laughs> either, or thumb up, thumb down. It's binary. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's absolutely binary. And that's the, the, the splenic center and to. That's what I try to do to make, to give people a physical relationship or awareness about what this means, because what was so important, uh, there are many words from the, from the voice in the beginning. And the most important word for me was the map is not the territory. Well, that's, that's a deep one. Yeah. So yeah, I take this when I, when I, when I teach self-reflective consciousness, mm -hmm. I, I start with what has woods, but not a single tree. What had cities, but not a single house. What has rivers, but not a drop of water. A landscape, landscape the, the map, mm -hmm. everything is on the map but it's only describing it. It's not there. So the map is not the territory, the body graph. It's not the body. And the voice was saying in the beginning, okay, um, it's about to take the authority away from, from the mind and give it back to the body. And therefore this system is for the mind. This system is absolutely for the mind. And because the mind is ruled by the eyes. The voice said, therefore I give you a graph because then you can see. And if you take a look and you see precisely, hopefully you have a better understanding how it works. And then you give back the authority to your life, to your body. And the voice said, only if we give back the authority to life and we give up control 
and just surrender, the, the mind will be able to do its job. If we don't, so we don't even have a imagination what the mind is meant for. Basically, the voice said, we are here to enlighten each other because we cannot enlighten ourselves. But we need the, the, the conversation, we need the mental plane to share opinions, ideas, and insights and to give another person the chance that there is something enlightening to this person. And this is something that cannot be done. It can only happen. And as long as the mind is full of fear because it thinks it has to manage life and the mind is basically organized towards survival, looking for the negative, being able to identify it and to behave and so on, all of that stuff. So, and therefore we live in the field of fear. So the, the mind is the source of fear. In the Ethereum society teachings, bravery is the first freedom. And uh, that's the, the first thing to, to overcome. And, um, also in the teachings, they say that uh, each chakra is a realm of consciousness. So when we, when people project astrally from the body, they go out of a certain chakra onto a certain plane. Um, and so when we re when, when we have the life between lives, we go and live on a different plane of existence, seven above the root chakra and and uh, seven below, and the hells below, and the, so the higher planes. And it says in, in the teachings that 2027, there's going to be a, a mutation. Is there going to be another chakra or so no, or another? The, the body graph remains the same, but the connection will be different. So in the body graph, we have circuits, but they work different. So the mental field will work different and will come to the, the, the awakening of the emotional awareness in a sense. But this is not something that happens overnight. So like in, in. In February, 2027, <laughs> NKIT will be different. And all of that stuff happens genetically. When we look back, the, 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 the last realm we had, it, it started in 16, 17th, beginning, beginning of the 1700s. That's so when, this, time, yeah. when, when Descartes was, was saying, I, I think, therefore I am. So when this was opening the mental field. And now we come to the end of the mental field. Yeah, we have Alzheimer, we have Parkinson, we have a lot of things, the diminishment. So we, we don't have to store it on our hard disk like Michelangelo, Leonardo da Vinci. So they, they were capable of having the knowledge of that time, everything there. So we can Google. So you yeah, don't have yeah, to know In the it. cloud. Yeah. So you don't have to know it. You'd only have to know where you put your question in. So, and this is also gives the relief and it helps to, to let it go in a specific sense. And the, the mutation of the emotionality and of, of the soroplex system is something that will happen over generations. Yeah. Because there are four steps 
And for the first steps, we need people who have the genetics to give birth to the children who will just be on the first step. And there they have genetics, which makes it possible in the next generation to make the next step. Yeah. So, yeah. so for this awakening, we have 400 years yeah, to, to bring it to an end. So then okay. something new comes. So but uh, the same, when we look back in the beginning of the 17th century, uh, the development of the intellectual mind of, of science, of all of that stuff. So this is something, it took about a hundred years, more than a hundred years. And then we had just the, the, the summit of it in long ago, in a sense. And it will be the same with the emotional part. Okay. And that's also, Ra said, always he said, if you want to experience it, you have to come back, otherwise it doesn't work. So, and with this sense of you, he said, me not, I will not come back. <laughs> you, you can. So, but to see this, mm. of course, what we now have, the breakdown of all of these structures and social structures and so on, because we are entering into the time, the next 400 years is about individuality. Individuality means also take responsibility for yourself. And therefore the breakdown of all these social structures and so on, it's just about, yes, it's not about society to, care, to take care for you. So all of these systems, they, they just, they will break down. There will remain a few and so on. So, but we are done with it. And now to say, no, you are responsible for yourself. It's the same with countries, with people, with every, everybody. And then the individuality, just that being different is something that's just normal. Mm -hmm. And because you are different, you have to take care for yourself. Because you are different, you are responsible for yourself. And we are on the cusp of this, just the end of one part and the mm -hmm. beginning of the other part. But it's not a fulfillment. It's just starting. So what, what we are experience is just this. It will be the chaos in the middle. Right. Yeah. Be messy for a while. Yeah. yeah. Because the chaos is the prerequisite for a new order. And when you look at the long-term transit, so it will be about 10, 15 years when we can say, okay, I think we are through the chaotic time. Because chaos and mutation, what mutation is all about in individuality is mutation, is about you have to, you have to be on the other side of the point of no return. And what we are experiencing now is that most people on the world, not most, hopefully, uh, they, they hold on to, to the past. Mm. They try to avoid the point of our return, but due to the laws of mutation, yeah. if you try to avoid the point of no return, you make it. 
So yeah. therefore, I'm looking forward to what's going on. So which type will dominate in future? Because I know manifestors used to be the kings or the, uh, is there not going to be, we're in the, no, it won't be like that, will it? Okay. I, it's this assumption, uh, to be honest, I can't say, but when it's really individuality, there's no hierarchy. Uh. And what the, the, the different streams within the body graph, when we look at this, how it will be in a specific sense, um, we will have for a time like two societies. So a parallel world. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is, which is always, even if you, if you look at cities, so they are parallel communities. Mm. Yeah, and, and so also we will have parallel worlds. Maybe you're getting that already, yeah. People living on their devices and people not participating in the same, the old yeah. structure. Yeah. Yeah. Getting out of the system, yeah. So how can people particularly... Um, because we live in a generator-dominated society. I have a son who's a, a manifester, a nine-month-old, and an emotional manifester. And how how can he survive? Because I know you work a lot with children and do a lot of children's readings, and which is wonderful work. How how can he cope with the, the generator world? I'm not, I'm not sure if this is a generator world. Generated, most generators are misused. Mm. Right. Because they allow others. Responding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm available for your rapists yeah. whatsoever. Um, as Ra always mentioned when he, when he did a seminar about maybe the variables and very going into the details and the base and and all of that stuff you cannot you cannot grasp you cannot see so in the end said very often he said you can also forget about all of this type strategy authority that's it and this is what 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 makes it so simple when i when i have Clients in my, in my practice, and they are not interested in the design system. I'm interested in their, their design because I want to treat them in the way they are functioning. Um, so if I, if I tell them about their strategy and authority, they already start to have problems in their life because it's so hard to pay attention, to, to tell the other, if you say the generating capacity to say, okay, if you want something from me, ask me if I want it. Mm. And then we come back to shame and guilt and, and being not good enough and to fear to be abundant and to lose someone and therefore to go on with it. So. Type, authority, type, strategy, and inner authority, it's everything. Because everything then falls into place. You don't have to know it. 
And with the manifesto child, what, what we say to manifesto child as early as possible, mm, teach them to ask or to inform. And this is the teaching. Before they go running off into the woods. And... Yeah, because this is the, it's the only type who hasn't a genetic strategy, social strategy, only this kind of individual strategy. And of course, an emotional, emotional manifester is completely different because you have the mode to wait, to wait, not to initiate. And therefore, the most important part is then later on, it's just talking. Manifestors, they need explanations. Why you forbid something, why it is so. In a very detailed explanation. And of course, to see um, if you explain something, this, this is something basically with children. If they don't want you to explain something, because inside maybe, they know that maybe there was something wrong. They don't look in your eyes. This is something that's helpful to pay attention to. Oh, really? And then to say, hey, come on, just take it, both of the shoulders, and to say, now, just now, you can play afterwards. So now I'm speaking to you. I'm speak to you. Look into my eyes. And then maybe <laughs> in specific, yeah. In specific situation, just to see, to say, okay, is it okay for you? What is okay? Repeat. Mm, wow, spell it otherwise, out. Otherwise, it isn't there. What Ra always say, take advantage as long as they are young and smaller than you. <laughs> yeah, but, but to see, it's, it's not for you. It's not for the hierarchy or something like that. It's. It's just for helping them. Yeah, while well, they're still listening, to yeah. survive in the in the social world. Mm -hmm. Because in the end, so if they ask, "Can I go outside?" They can experience that there is someone helping them. It's not only no, 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 no. Mm. Just helping them. Yes, of course. Should I get your bicycle out? So, and then to experience and asking was something, it was very helpful. Mm. So it's all of these things is about the strategy to be socially more equipped. Yeah. More communicative. With, I mean, help them in relationships and later yeah. in life. Yeah. yeah. We both have both, both my partner and I have undefined solar plexus and he has a define solar plexus so will he will he dominate us will we just will we just go with his spontaneity and no from my perspective he gives you an infrastructure to express your feelings because he's emotional and the 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 two definitions between the solar plexus system and the soul center is an infrastructure so he offers you the capacity to express your emotions immediately. And therefore it's, it's not always comfortable mm. in specific situation. He allows you to get in contact 
with emotions inside of you, which are not the best, maybe. <laughs> it reminds you on something. So just, of course, yeah, it makes you, it makes you emotional. Yeah. Wow. Because an open emotional center, even in, um, I always distinguish between empty, open, and defined. Oh, really? Yeah, because empty, nothing in there. Open, you have dormant gates. Mm, yeah. And defined. So, and even people who are empty in their design, as Ra once said, you don't know what kind of garbage is in this tongue. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all from the childhood. Mm. You know, so when they, when they open emotional center, just saying, okay, don't rock the ball, being everybody's darling and everything nice and have a nice face and, and, and so on, because with, with this openness, you are not able to, to handle the tsunami from the other side. But what about reflector? Are they, are they open or inact? They are a little bit protected by their aura because the Teflon aura always says, okay, what you need is distance. You need distance to it. So if it's something maybe from the emotionality of someone else that occupies you, um, you have just to step out of this energetic field. Mm. Yeah, it can be far, can be very far. So therefore the, the environment where reflector is living is so important. And then also to have the, the time and, and the space for themselves. The best for reflector children is just as often as possible, go outside, go outside at night, show them the sky. There's something more than what we are living in. So this is. Do you think that's the best way for people to come coming into the, to understand human design is that the shape of the aura is, is affects the, after all your years of study, I mean, have you developed any psychic abilities? Can you feel people's aura? Can you see an aura? No, no, um, because it's not only about the aura. What I know about you, you might know Killian photography. Mm -hmm. so that you can just see the aura. Uh, it's always the question, if it's a strong aura, it's a weak aura, it's, uh, it's a disturbed aura or, or so everything is possible. And therefore I'm oriented towards in a sense, towards the pain of people. What's their pain? And it's, it's not about to, to, to push it away. It's just about to, to heal it. Mm -hmm. And the pain also is an information that maybe there's something went wrong. And then to see, maybe to work on forgiveness and to work on Maybe that someone isn't possible or, or doesn't, isn't willing 
to forgive right now. And also to say yes to it. Then it's okay. And not, not to say, okay, it's bad and you should do and all of that stuff. So, okay, right now it's not possible. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but maybe to make the first step and to see that forgiveness will be the healing aspect. According to the, the, the big circuits in the, in the, in the body graph, um, I work with two aspects, which is forgiveness and empathy. And both has to start with yourself just to see, okay, how about to forgive yourself and even to come to the point to forgive yourself that you were not willing or able to forgive and not to condemn you just to say, yes, it was just reality. I was, I want to be honest with myself. So, and the other part is about empathy. Just the question, is there empathy with your, with your needs? Is there empathy with your pain? Is there empathy with whatever so is? So the solution is in empathy and forgiveness. Simple. Yeah. And then to see, okay, how, how to step in and to see there's nothing wrong. So without pain, there is no growth. So, and, and, and therefore to say, okay, to let go of something that causes the pain. There, there's a basic thing I'm working with. Everything that causes pain is something that doesn't make sense any longer. Or if you hold on, on something that doesn't make sense any longer, it will cause pain. And then you can take a look, okay, this is something it causes pain. So it doesn't make sense to hold on on it any longer, which doesn't mean basically, but maybe not in the way I'm doing it, not in the way I'm holding on it Mm -hmm. because time has changed. People have changed. I have changed and so on. I have to deal with it in a different way. And this is something that can only be figured out in, in communication and in totally openness, which is just intimacy. So, and then, and therefore every person I think who said it, Antoine de Saint-Exupéry in one, one of his novels, he said, every human being is a wonder. And then to see what this wonder is all about. And to help, I always say the body graph is, to me, the body graph is a map which helps me to guide something back home when he got lost in the wilderness and therefore to see, because in the body graph, there's nothing about a disease or a therapy or something. This is the way you were meant to be. Like the, as a musician, I just say, it's like the score of a symphony. 
And that's how the creator has written. Mm. And the orchestra, the orchestration, these are your single cells. And if they are, don't work together, and if there is not the conductor able just to, to bring what I call the song of your soul, just to, to sing it with your body so that, that it's just there, um, take a look at the score. Everything is there. And everything is, which is open also, it's not something that you don't have it because it's not colored. You have it, of course, but it's not specific. It's not something special. And therefore, just be focused on the differentiation, on, on, on your uniqueness. And living in this society, so even with uh, McDonald's, everybody eats the same in a sense. Uh, so it's always nurturing sameness. And then to see how, and this is also something that, that causes pain in people. Trying to, trying to be someone else. It's the root of cancer. Yeah, because in cancer, the cells, they are dividing and creating new, but it doesn't make sense. Right. So what got lost the sense? Why? Why to do it? Where to grow? If to grow? And how to fulfill it? And if it's just for growing something that you are not, because this two more, this is not you. This is something and we create itself. And then to see always to come, always to come back home in a specific sense. So, and uh, to be able to help people in this process with this system, that's a gift. That's a great gift. I enjoy it every day. And still learning, see, see combinations and connections and wow, yeah, that's the way it is. And so therefore it's a never ending process. Absolutely. I see this real consistency in your teachings about, you know, coming back to this and just letting it work by itself and mm -hmm. yeah, just letting go. The mind is a wonderful machine if it, if we just let it work properly and yeah and and the same is the body is a wonderful machine if we yeah. if we allow it to work because we don't have to breathe it happens we don't have to make our heartbeat or mm. craniosacral rhythm all of that stuff it's it's just there so this is about yeah surrender. Mm -hmm. So one of the, of the major words for the sacral center, for the generators, for the sacral center, basically is surrender. Both centers, the heart center as well, they both have the, the red color because they have this same word. It's about surrender. And surrender to my, what the sacral center is all about. It's the core of my vitality. 
if I surrender to my vital force, which makes me breathe, which makes my heart beat, which makes all of that stuff, just to lay back and to surrender. And to the mind, it's risky. Yeah. It can, yes, but. And then we want to have a concept. Mm. And on the other hand, to see the body already has a concept. And then how, how easy and how peaceful life can be if you allow yourself to be who you are. Of course, it's dependent on the environment, on people around and, mm. and so on. So, uh, like Peter Sage is saying, environment beats will. Right. Yeah. And, and therefore to see, yeah, we have to make sure that we are in the right environment, that the right people are around us, that we have enough time and space with ourselves for ourselves. And the demand for these things is just different from person to person. So other people, for them, it's important that there's always some, someone around. And for, for other people, it's important that it's just the opposite. And this is the, the, the metabolism with the world. Yeah. It's so interesting about how yeah, your open centers are subject to conditioning, but they can be give rise to latent superpowers. Seems to be like I, you can overcome. I, yeah, I don't like labels. Yeah, this is this, this is that. If you are open and very often open centers, they were explained like being the victim of the defined centers and mm. so on. And that's not true. That's not true. I'm, I'm def emotional defined. So my father was emotionally open and I, in a sense, he knows, uh, I was the victim of his, of his energy and his power. So it's never a part of one center and never the question. As long, just to make it simple, as long as the outer force is stronger than the force I have, the strength, based on my definition, I'm the victim. And therefore, the other person can be open. It's always the question how we deal with it. Hmm. And it's not about good and bad and and and... and and victim or not. So it's also when we say um, open solar plexus system tries to avoid confrontation with truth. I know. And uh, there are a lot of open emotional people. They try to avoid to confront the truth that they try to avoid to confront the truth. Even this is something they want to be they don't want to be, just, no, 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 I, I don't. And, so on. and I had, in the beginning, I had a reading for a woman and she has an empty solar plex system. And I'm very cautious with these, these words. I said, 
And then I said, there can be situations when maybe there's something inside of you and the mind said, oh, don't drop the vote, better not now, and, and all of that stuff. And she got so angry against me. She said, I can't stand if there's something around me where someone is hiding and not want to confront a problem. I can't stand it. And I'm the one immediately who are the shit disturbers and talk about it and bring it out and bring it out. And to me, it was a lesson just to say, never say it's this or that. Mm -hmm. It's a tendency. It's mostly. It's something they learned in their childhood, mostly. So, yeah. But then leave it there. Because it's not about morality. It's not about judgment. Mm. It's just about recognizing. And this to, to, to learn this technique as a child ensures survival. And therefore, it's a positive. It's an absolute positive. Mm -hmm. And this is how I start. I say, so this is how you learned it. I, I don't know what happened in your childhood, but mostly that's the case and it helped you to survive. And you know, today in similar situations, when you go on with this strategy, it's not helpful to survive. And then maybe from the other side, some, yeah, I know. And my recommendation in these situations is just because the basic of the solarplex system is honesty. Okay. Are you honest or not? And you can start the sentence with, in order to be honest, even if you are against me. But if I start the sentence with, in order to be honest, I want to say it was something that hurts me. Oh, it wasn't fair. So, but if you just start with, it's about honesty and the content is secondary. So this is something that helps you to open the door. Because being honest makes you vulnerable. Mm. And it gives a signal to the other side that you are not fighting against someone and you are not an enemy. But you are interested in the honest reply, in the honest answer. Because what happens with the solar plex, in the moment when you are honest, the solar plex, people who can see aura, they see that your solar plex is open. Oh, they can see it. Yeah. And in the moment, you are, you are just trying to avoid to be honest. In this moment, it's closed. And the, and the, the communication, it's only with the eyes. And then he can smile and say, no, no, it's everything fine. Wow. Yeah. So it's a solar plexus because the communication energetically between us is about the solar plexus. And there's all the pain. There's all we, when, when we got the knife in the belly, just by a word, just by not reacting so whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And this pain, this, this, this word, this is something like a reflex. This is six gate, the reflex of protection. And there 
what I like that the design system describes everything. And when you look to the six gates, you have you six gate, you have six lines. And uh, this is the strategy and the capacity to deal with conflict. And there you have six different variations with their polarity. And if somebody has the sixth gate and a specific line, so I know what the, what's the right strategy for this person to solve a conflict if there's a conflict. Right. That's a specific language. There's a specific energetic technique and so on. So, and if maybe someone else, it's on a different frequency, they are always creating conflicts instead to see, okay, this is your way. And then you have the polarity. You have the first part of the line always say, this is the way how I deal if I'm emotionally in just able to confront the conflict. And the other side of the line says, this is about me when I'm right now due to my emotionality not able to, to confront the conflict. And therefore to see one part to learn from the design system as human beings, we have different strategies. We can precisely look how they, how they are, how they are functioning and we can take advantage of it if it's this or, or that. And then of course, to, to to apply it if somebody has the sixth gate and to see at the line and to see, okay, you can also, you can again, you can see again, in order to be honest, due to my emotionality right now, I'm not able to stand this conflict. I'm very sorry, but I'm honest mm -hmm. whatsoever. So, and maybe because I know my strategy, what I need would be this and this and that. Mm -hmm. And we can say, okay, because the problem will be, will be, will be there maybe tomorrow or still. So let's talk about tomorrow. So just to, to see that there are specific strategies that helps us to deal with the other based on our individual strategy, but therefore we have to know it and we have to inform the other. Mm. And this is something that has to be allowed. And, and therefore this, this, this system basically is for children just to see, okay, that when, when a child with a sixth gate learns right from the start, how to solve a problem, a conflict or a problem, if there's a conflict or a problem and being guided by the parents in this way. So it gives the strength and it helps later to, to deal with, with conflicts. As we, when you look at the headline of the, of the, of the six hexagram, it's called, I don't know the English word right now. It's called, it's the basic stone. Conflict is the basics because without conflict, there is no growth. Mm. So, and, uh, the most conflicts we have is with ourselves and basic 
based on the conflict with ourselves, we have unavoidably conflict with the others. Because first of all, we have to deal with ourselves in the honest way. According to our truths. So, yeah. That's the instruction manual we all wish we'd had, and now we have it. So it yeah. should be should be taught in schools now. You should. I mean, you're yeah, doing fantastic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Basic. What do you, th what do you think about Gene Keys? Have you and Richard Rudd's? I, I met Richard Rudd. I visited him in England before he started with it. We were working with the design system and had a beautiful time there. And then he was developing the, the Gene Keys. And in addition, it's something, to me, it's something very interesting. I'm still in design system because I know due to my experience um, and even just to meet, to meet, to meet Ra before it came out into the world. Mm. So, but everything in there is a great addition. Mm -hmm. The philosophy behind, there are some words I don't really like. Just, but when I see it, not as a replacement on something, yeah. but as a additional perspective out of a different perspective. So then it's something that's very helpful. So yeah. when you, when we, when we go to the life between lives on the other realms, <clears throat> this must be, you know, these kind of human design gene keys, these kind of high level, this must be coming from a higher, these are the things we must study on those higher realms. Um, do you think the voice was someone from the higher realms or was it a cosmic master or? The voice was Mother Earth. It's a yin system. Mostly what we know, okay, it's from, the, from what we in Germany say, the Geistige Welt, so just what comes from above, from the personality crystals. Yeah, everything comes from personality crystals there. But this was a bundle of the design crystals. So it was Mother Earth speaking about the form. Let's go back to the, I was studying the I Ching in my youth already. Right. I, yeah. I, I was fascinating by it. And when you look at the second gate, which is the magnetic monopole, they're holding everything together, the illusion of separateness and to, to just to say where the path is. And um, the ancient Chinese philosophers, they called it the room. And as an image, because they didn't, they didn't have a language, they only had images. As an image, they had a house. And in this house, there was a woman sitting. Which means the house is housing the woman. The woman is housing the baby. So in order to be receptive, you need space for it. And this is the form. Because when the form is gone, we die. The content is still there. But it's no longer combined or, or dependent on the form. 
or limited by the form. So, and so what mother, what mother nature, what, what mother earth was saying, honor the form, because if you honor the form, you will experience that you are just naturally a spiritual being. being. And if you don't honor the form and you're living in your mind and all of these concepts and so on, so you have problems with being a spiritual being. Right. Most people, they would say, I am spiritual. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean that they are a spiritual being. Mm. And spiritual being would be, okay, in a sense, I'm just me. And there you see, spirit, the gate of spirit is not in the Ajna center. The gate of spirit is in the solar plexus, and it's a 55. The glass is half empty, the glass is half full. Recently, I saw a cartoon. I love it, really. It says, the glass is always full because you have water and you have air. So yeah, it's always yeah. full. So therefore, this is what it's all about, is perspective. And this is when, when people look at their body graph and say, oh, I don't have it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, um, but this is what I love. It, it's, it's a female system. It's not a male system. The ancient Chinese philosopher said, earth and heaven, they are departed from each other and they longing for each other and in human beings, they come together. They meet. And this is what we have personality crystal design crystal. But in order to be receptive for this, you need a form. Mm -hmm. And this is what Mother Nature, what, what the voice was saying. Okay, here, that's the form. That's the human form, how it works. This is your human form. This is your consciousness, your capacity, your individuality, all of this. And if you honor this, if you allow this form just to live and not to be diminished and limited or whatsoever, just is the way it is. So spirituality is just something normal. Don't have to talk about even or to discuss about it. Yeah. Because it's about being. Yeah. And this is the chance we have with the design system to know it and to come to the point where we just be. And this being would mean, okay, you are just right now here and you don't think. <laughs> as Eckhart Tolle did, he had good exercises to it as well. You can either be in your head or in your body, but not both, both things. Not both at the same time. And most people, they live in their head and sometimes they visit their body. When they do it, when there's pain or dysfunction, it's the only possibility the body has to say, Hey, come on, pay attention. Mm -hmm. Here you are. Yeah. 
and we should live in the body and maybe sometimes to wither the mind. To wither the mind when we are communicating with others because we are here to enlighten, enlighten each other. Right. And what I experienced very often in the, the last three years that so many people, they don't enlighten each other. They put their fear into the head of the other. If you don't, if you are not vaccinated four times, if you don't <laughs> bear a mask, if you don't, so mm. otherwise you will die. <clears throat> so it's just projecting the fear. And there we can see how, how far away most people are from, which is just to have faith in life and to trust life. Mm. And we have this polarity in terms of trust and control. Yeah. What we say, okay, faith, trust, it's something good, but control is better. And the body says, okay, control might be good, but faith is something better. And then the mind jumps in and says, well, hopefully it wins the way I want to, to reach it or to. Faith and control. Yeah. That's beautiful. It's just, I wish I was writing a song about this interview because I'd have to. I mean, this has been a huge download for me. I'm going to have to listen back to this. And yeah, you've got so many years of wisdom and, and, and deep thinking on this subject. It's, uh, it's incredible. Yeah. It's also beautiful how we all play together. Like, you know, I see, I see on your chart, you have a hanging 57 and uh, I have the 20 and the 10. So mm -hmm. I, I give voice to some people. Yeah. So, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, we, we great how we can connect like this and, and help each other out and, and be the bigger, make, uh, complete the chart now. Yeah. Together. And to be in the moment. Right. Yeah. To be in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> we did it. And the 20th <laughs> gate, uh, I mentioned it, that the 20th gate is related to the eyes. Right. Yeah. Because being present is something, okay, you are just right here and you, you prefer eye contact. Mm. We're just there. And then just to see if you are getting a little bit tired, for example, you, you just experience it with your, your eyelids, it, with your design, it can help you maybe just in order to regenerate in, in this area, just to close your eyes for five or 10 minutes. And then you are back. So it's not the weakness you have in your sacral. Mm. It's somewhere else and therefore to pay attention to it and to see, okay, I need a red. Cause I'm always pushing, you know, I'm a generator, manifesting generator, but, uh, in the gene keys, my challenge is interesting. We're talking about being my challenge is just to, is to just be and, and master that, you know, I realize that I am already all that. And, uh, so it's very, yeah, it's, really took a lot learn, as a, as a manifesting generator. You can do, but because you can do, doesn't mean you're past yeah. <laughs> yeah. you have to go on. I, I struggle with that. Yeah. 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 Like the, 
what he said, the, the sheriff in the whipping chair. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. The, the sacral, because the sacral has its own frequency. Mm. And um, for some people, it, it's something, okay, I have to do something. I have to be busy. Yeah. Just where to put this. Mm. But when you're in the whipping chair on the head mat, you have this, all of a sudden, there's no movement. Everything is still. And out of this situation to say, okay, because I see something, no, not yet. I don't do it. I can do it later as well. But if you're running around, it's just, oh yeah, it's just, I do. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on the hamster wheel. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. And close your eyes, it helps. Yeah, thank you. I want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've got a little manifesto to take care of now, as you probably hear in the background. And uh, yeah, well, we could keep, I'd love to chat to you again sometime once I've yeah. studied it a bit more. And Let me know. I like it. Thanks very much, mine. It's been beautiful. Very welcome. Thanks for the invitation. Well, and where could people find out more about you to sign up for your courses or for a consultation? Um, my homepage is martin-grassinger.com. And I'm right now preparing the English version as well. Okay. So it's a new one. It's, it's, it's German. Um, but so I can be contacted. Okay. I'll put the word out for you. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye, man. Until next time. Until next time. Bye-bye.